Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Everyone, how are you out there all over the planet? You are tuning in to another episode of Running Things with Donovan Bailey, and I am the co-host, Simon Jane, and we're here for episode two. So hopefully you got a chance to uh, take a peek last week and uh, hear what we had to say. Uh, We're moving on to some fun stuff again this week, but uh, before we get into anything super in-depth... It's probably uh, right that you guys know that it's the 25th anniversary of Atlanta this week. It is uh, uh, July 27th. Will be 25 years since Atlanta, since um, since I was the greatest sprinter on earth, uh, the greatest of my generation. You know, Olympic champion, world champion, world record holder. So. This is, it's, it's phenomenal, man. 25 years later. And, uh, you know, I still feel that that time I ran probably could be faster than the winning time at this year's Tokyo Olympics. Really? Yes, absolutely. Is I, that, I, that's I, a bold I, prediction. I, well, I believe so. I think, well, if you're running 984 right now, right. Uh, I will certainly expect you to be on the podium. Yes. And based upon the field that's there right now and the incredible toss up in the men's 100 meters, uh, running 984 is definitely going to get you on the podium, not, not just in the finals, on the podium. If not, win it. That's crazy. That's not, not at all. It's just, that's my own personal prediction. I can't but wait. What to, do I know? I can't wait to, what do you? know about sprinting it's truly baffling to me that you have an opinion on this <laughs> well, well yeah for sure i mean I, I, I you know this this is it certainly will be very interesting i'll be watching to see what these kids do you do. uh can i like do you have a prediction on who's going I, I don't i don't the prediction the prediction for me well one uh it's it is probably the most wide open men's uh 100 meters in in many olympics many right. many olympics it number one it's the first olympic game since 2004 that usain bolt is not competing at that's uh, you know, very true. Right. Uh, number two, uh, Trayvon Bromel has been uh, very fast this year, but also he's been beaten uh, by all the athletes that are in the field. So, oh, sorry, most of the athletes in the field. I think that um, Andre de Grasse has an incredible opportunity to go out there and win. 
Uh, he, I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. Yes, I, I, but he has an opportunity to go out there and right, win. Right. Uh, he definitely has to put himself in a position uh, in the in the semifinals uh, to get a really good lane. Uh, he he will not panic in the finals if he makes it there, and I fully expect for him uh, to make it there. Johan Blake, if Johan shows up, and again he gets out of his own way mentally, uh, he certainly can can do some things. Uh, Jacobs from Italy, uh, you know. So we have we have. Uh, uh, Sambini from South Africa. We have. You're getting a, me excited for this race right well, now. Like th- this will be <laughs> certainly this is this will be one of this will be one of the one of obviously it will be my favorite race or at least one of my favorite race races at the Olympic Games. But yeah, it, there's no one there's no clear cut favorite, and that's why I'm excited about it. Amazing. Uh, this year. That's a very in-depth look at the 100 meter. I'm very, I, I think everyone's actually, wow. And I think you just got everybody just so amped. The women's will be just as, the I, women just I, as I was just about to say, I actually went and looked up after last week, uh, your favorite, uh, Shelly Ann Fraser. Yes. Uh, and I, then I looked at the rest of them and you're right. The field is very stacked and I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to tune into track for the first time in a long time. Well, you know? it's my first time ever, Simon. Say That's not true, man. <laughs> I saw you run. Oh, very good. Okay, okay. Second time. <laughs> for the second time. And this is actually a very good segue about what I wanted to talk to you about today, because you've basically framed it really, really nicely about what this moment could mean for someone. This could be uh, a life-defining moment for one of these, one of these uh, people, one of these racers, right. female and male. Right. And it got me thinking about your, you know, since it is the 25th anniversary of the, of the Atlanta Games, and a great moment for you, and a great moment for our sport, and a great moment for Canada. Right. I actually thought this would be a good time to talk about how you almost didn't run for Canada. Oh, geez. Wow. Because <laughs> Canada is known for being this polite, wonderful place, which it by and large is. You know, it's, it's, it's Canada. But, but underneath, <laughs> but. there is I'm always... Not, I'm not underneath. I'm not, free, I'm not real far. Well, <laughs> I'm saying underneath the big story, when you won the 100 meter, you were Canadian. That's what that was, right? Like you were Canadian and you, you know, you got the track suit on with the big red maple leaf and that's everyone remembers that you standing there, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when you run and there's the big red leaf on the leg and it's just, it was always the big red leaf, right? right? Well, our big Canada across the Right, chest, right. Look at the, look at the polite wood lumberjack people and their great hockey team and their, ama- and their amazing travelers. But there's not always, we don't always treat each other with that respect now, do we? No. No. We have this glowing reputation. It's not always true. Yeah, Canada's, I mean, we have done, we have, we have, uh, we have managed uh, our brand very well over the years. We have definitely managed, managed our brand. Managed our brand a, a lot over, over the years um, by creating this facade that everything is um, relaxed and easy. And so, uh, it, it, listen, it's quite convenient, Simon, because we can always point the finger to the U.S. We can all go, we're not like them. We aren't, though. Right? <laughs> but, but I'm saying to you that that, that, is, that is absolutely true. Yeah. That is absolutely true. But, but I think that, uh, you, know, you, know, you know, 25 years ago in, in, in 1996, like I, I addressed racism. And for that, for that at that time. In the sport specifically or? Well, I was asked a question, and and I, I and I think that being the world champion, you transcend sport. I was I was I mean, obviously, I said it 
in Sports Illustrated. And it, I mean, fortunately or unfortunately, the only people, uh, it's not only sports people that read Sports Illustrated, especially if you have an interesting article. Being Canadian and being brash uh, or being, um, uh, well, I guess people have said arrogant. If I played hockey, what would I be called? If you're pep, pep, peppy? No. What's oh, if you were petulant? Yeah. No. What do you mean? No, positively no, like, or negatively? No, no, yeah. In the, the, when, you're, when you're a hockey player and you, you, you have low tolerance or you're quite aggressive on the night. Uh, temperamental. 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 Yeah. That's what it is. So, I, you know, I wasn't temperamental. I, I was arrogant. So I'm saying to you that uh, dealing, with, dealing with some of the sports, the politics of sports in Canada, I was very different from day one. I was very different because when I came to the sport, usually in the sport, Athletes come to the sport because they desperately need it to get out of a situation. Right. And I'm the complete opposite. So the, peop so, so the people that I encountered from the day that I started track and field were pissed off at me from the day that they met me in track and field because I'm just like, who are you? What do you do? Okay, you do nothing. Get out of the way. Who is the person that now, makes the decision? are we talking like trainers? Are we talking like... I'm talking everyone. I'm talking every single person because what, what the great thing about, about our sport is no, no different than hockey. You've got... What, what you'll find is that... Um, There, there are athletes that they said that athletes have been through the system. So someone starts playing hockey at five years old. And then, of course, there's, there's, there's certainly word about this kid or marketing around him, representation. And so you have a little reputation where the, the, the road for that child to make the NHL is probably easier than a kid who lands uh, at 15, uh, you know, borrows some skates, Starts to skate around, and then, he, he, you know, he, he's on the Canadian team the next couple of, you know, the next year or two. That would piss off a lot of parents. Right. Um, yeah, and, I'm, and I'm saying, to you, but it's also a team sport. So, so again, it's quite different. So, in, so I had to deal with the, the sports people that I dealt with in Canada. Uh, I did not go through the system. I was born in Jamaica. I grew up in Jamaica. I ran track in Jamaica. I was good in Jamaica. Uh, so when I got to Oakville, uh, I knew I was good. Good old Oakville. Yep, good old Oakville. So, I, I mean, I knew I was good. So, uh, but more importantly, I was extremely lazy because I knew I was good. And I knew I was, I was also in a town where... Define you know, extremely lazy. Well, I didn't practice. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I, I did not practice because naturally I could beat the guys on the team. This is not the advice I'm hoping the children at home are taking in right well, now. Well, this is the advice. Kids practice. You're not Donovan Bailey. Well, you, well, first of all, when I did practice, I became the greatest that ever lived. There so, you go. So, so there that, you go. So that's, that, there's the lesson right there. So that's the lesson. But, but I'm saying to you that. And eat your vegetables. Yes, and, and hydrate. <laughs> uh, but um, but sp the politics of sports in Canada is much different. Um, uh, and there's, there's always uh, people putting roadblocks in front of you if they feel that, one, you're not working hard enough, or maybe, two, they don't like you. Three, they don't think you deserve it. And so coming... Being part of our national program, there was a lot of people that thought that because I didn't have time for them and they didn't know me. And to this, to some degree, a lot of those people still don't know me now because there's, there's still a million 
narratives as to who I am. But thank God I have a podcast. <laughs> And, 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 and whatever question is from the horse's mouth, and this is factual. Um, so there's still a lot of people that have horrible narratives. I don't know where they get it from. I've allowed them for many years to go with it. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the Canadian landscape is not, is not always uh, supportive of young athletes who are hungry. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, I could, I, you know, I certainly could go down the road. I was a young black athlete, uh, but I don't necessarily need to go there. I mean, we'll get to, we'll certainly get to that, at, at, you know. But we'll do, a, we'll, we'll, do, we'll cover racism in Canadian sport at some point. Right. But in some ways, I think that factors in because I'm speaking to people uh, who don't look like me and I'm speaking to them as as my equal or lesser than. Right. And I think that pissed off a lot of people. So now knowing what you've just said to me, Let's rephrase the question. You almost didn't represent Canada right. in track and field. Right. Why? Well, well, for the same thing. There was, there was a, I think there's a lot of roadblocks. I mean, I felt, I mean, I, I should have represented Canada in, in, uh, in Tokyo in 1991. I should have represented Canada in Barcelona in 1992. So who is the person who made the decision to not let you represent? There's a selection committee, so it's usually the nameless, faceless guys. And then when I see them, I let them have it, and that... And that, and I became famous for that. Okay, so there's there's but, the quote or maybe unquote. or maybe they were maybe they were name and they, they and I knew their faces and that <laughs> is where I developed. That's where that's where good old Donovan corporate Donovan was was developed back then because I think they realized that I don't care who you are and 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 at no point should you be put in a place where you are making a decision uh, on my future uh, when I had earned it. I mean, right. I, like I, I like I felt I had earned it. If I'm if I'm top three in the country and and you're sending four people then i should be <laughs> I, I, I then i should be certainly i should be uh one of those people so uh so so to your point 1994 as a jamaican citizen i could clearly have represented jamaica that's that's number one hundred percent uh number two um the the person i was with my, my partner at the time was british okay. so i could have again easily just got married and represented England. The UK, and they really, and we talked about that one. Like oh, I'm you talk, talked about oh, it. We talked about it with the British people for sure, right? Okay, so let me finish. Okay, okay. Let me finish. Right. Come on now, <laughs> right? And uh, number three, which is which is uh, uh, you know not a little known fact, I'm sure. I signed my first uh, club deal with a professional um, uh, uh, sport organization in Turkey called Fenerbahce. And so, uh, the, so at the that same time, Fenerbahce that has the exact like same Fenerbahce. football. Fenerbahce? There's only one Fenerbahce. Yes. So I signed with Fe my first professional contract. My first was with Fenerbahce, and I competed for Fenerbahce at the Euro Cup in Malaga in 1994. Is it similar to football then? Are you playing like, say, like Real Madrid in Spain, or? Well, it's the club championship. So, so Fenerbahce gets to put in a club. They, so, so they, they essentially they buy they buy me. That's what I mean. They, so so I'm like the, so I is it like a super league then, or yeah. is it by by country? No, no, no. It's not. Yeah, it's it's a super league, but by, but also by country. Oh, it's actually by Europe. So it was it was Europe. But your team, the rest of the track guys, are not all Turkish. They're like you. They're yeah, they were Turkish. It was me. Oh, mostly it, it, was, it was me. It was me and it was me and all Turkish guys. Like, I, I, and I don't know if this is. I don't know if this is still so. I'm gonna but look it, this up after. But if you, I'm if fascinated. You, but if you look this up, Simon. So. Uh, so um, I won the 100 and 200 for Fenerbahce and Turkey. 
right? Also, I anchored the Turkish 4x1 relay team, and I think, uh, I don't know if it's still there, but I think that I am the anchor for the Turkish 4x1 record. I think you need to check that out. We are just going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. 
That's, that's what he's going to give hey, you. Hey, you know what? I bet I could run the 100 meter in 16 seconds. Well, I mean, I'm very certain you can go out and do it. We'll, we're going to we'll do this. For anyone listening, uh, we're going to do this, bro. I, we're going to. I will get. We're going to go to a track, and I'm going to do. Th- you know what? I'm. I'm, gonna, I'm saying it right now. Sixteen seconds. Sixteen and a half. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, keep going. No, but 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 I, but but yes, I had, I had great options, but my but again. Uh, logistically, uh, I think Turkey probably would have been the easiest route. Logistically, if I if I switched countries, uh, I would have had to sit out the Olympics. So so because what happens is that when you transfer countries, right, it, it's almost like players. You got to sit out the next tournament. Yeah, yeah, you got to sit what out. They the, call it uh, yeah. they call it cup tie in soccer. Right. 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 So, so when you transfer countries, you got to sit out. So, and because I had represented Canada um, at the Pan American Games uh, in in in, uh, in in the first year that I was on the national team, I had represented Canada already. So, already. So they would. They so would you are the official version of Cup Tide. Right. Okay. So so I, I so I chose to represent Canada, but it wasn't just because of that. I mean, my, you know. The balance of me as a man. Uh, yes, I, I was born in Jamaica, and I'm extremely proud Jamaican uh, culturally or in every way. Uh, but also moving to Canada um, even before I was a teenager, and, and and having that life balance of having you know the great uh, education here, um, friends, um, you know, obviously uh, a new culture. Uh, actually allowed me to be such a balanced person coming from Jamaica and living in Canada. So I thought that this was the greatest place for me to be because those other countries didn't really resonate with me. I mean, obviously, I'm Jamaican. so right. And as a Jamaican, whomever you compete for, Jamaicans are going to cheer for you, no right. matter what. Right, right. Right. So I knew that uh, competing for Canada, that's, for me, uh, psychologically was... Um, the greatest balance I'm going to have because those are the two cultures that that built that, that I'm built from and certainly resonate with me and my success as a balanced man or a balanced athlete. Right. Was it an easy decision when you finally came to it? Were you convinced? Uh, you know, it was it was it was easy because some of the people that were preventing me from going, when I actually understood what the formula was, when I understood that, one, I really need to be focused, I really need to practice, I really need to know, and and also assembling the greatest team around me. As an athlete in an individual sport, I don't have to make a team. All I have to do is run fast. Right. Right? So when when I started doing that, and the naysayers started getting quiet... I knew that I was onto something. Uh, so yes, it became a very easy decision, and those very same people were all, still creating roadblocks. But then, at the end of the day, uh, when I started adding gold medals and world records, oh. uh, that became uh, say it, bro. That, 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 that became a little difficult, and yeah. and uh, you know, to some, to, 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 to probably to this very day, some of those very same people are still bitter. I would Sucks imagine. To be you. Okay, so they didn't recant. Then they didn't recant their decision or recant their opinions 
They just kind of, they were bitter about it. This is Canada, Simon. You don't recant anything because you are not wrong. You just don't say anything. Right. Right? Remember, you, and you smile. Textbook and, polite. And you smile and you go, hey, I supported you all along. And then, you, then I'm thinking, well, I didn't get selected for that team, but I was one of the best, but you supported me. Thank you. Right. <laughs> is there, is there a, a person or a specific moment that we should thank for, for, the, mo- for the moment that we got, for, for having you on the team and representing our country and winning those medals? Is there, was there a person that was instrumental in making sure that you, this is the route you went and, 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 and giving you perhaps a bit more uh, guidance on a personal level than simply the politics of sport? Yeah, a couple of things. So the moment, so that specific moment happened in, in Victoria in 1994. That specific moment uh, was um, me going to the, the, the Canadian trials. First of all, we hosted the Commonwealth Games. So all of you who don't know this, this is probably the third biggest track and field event on the planet. And so we were hosting it. That's crazy. What does that mean, though, the third biggest track? Well, you have, you have the Olympics, then you have the World Championships. Okay. Right. So this would probably be the third. This thir- means that gathering of countries right. uh, and, and top athletes what is, what's from the, capa- the region. What's the capacity of something like that? The crowd, I mean. Oh, my God. Well, the crowd, it's always going to be a stadium full. So it's always going to be 100,000 100, people, people plus TV from everywhere. I, this is a whole world that we need to start tapping back into well, on TV. I, 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 well, 100,000 people? In Canada. That's insanity. In, in Canada. In Canada. I mean, and, and, and media from everywhere. There's Me- 17,000 people at a Leaf game. Like 21 if you include the Raptor. Like the, the I, I, filling I it up to the... There was 50,000 at the 150. That's true. <laughs> That's true. For one guy. For one guy. Got it. All right. Yeah, kids. Trending. 1997. <laughs> viral, hashtag, viral. Hashtag trending. Yes. Hashtag track uh, and field. But, but, I, but, but, but back to this. I was, I'm, I'm letting you know that in 1994, uh, I was the number one sprinter in the Commonwealth Games. Go on, bad sir. I, I just want to make sure that that's understood. Woo. And I went to the trials. He's not actually <clears throat> flexing, but trust me, it feels like it. <laughs> No, not flexing today. No, no, he's not. I'm just so my, color commentating. My, um, we went to the Commonwealth Games trials, and what you uh, and in any trials you go to the games, and you make the team, and then obviously um, you get named to the team. But essentially, in track and field, you can name yourself the team by just simply winning. Uh, I had flown in from from Switzerland. Uh, I had, you know, for some reason I was getting sick, so um, I had a fever of 104. I asked the team doctor. Uh, to to take my temperature. There's a record of that. Uh, he said, uh, "I you have 104. You probably shouldn't compete. I'm very certain that they're going to name you to the team." Wait, wait, wait. Your your temperature is 104 degrees. Yes. So I had a massive fever. Dude, that's like that. Yeah, that's a massive fever. Yes. Like that's so, like brain melting level. Well, I mean, I'm superhuman, so maybe it wasn't brain melting. No, I mean, I'm obviously being yeah. my normal dramatic self, but. That's just, it's very, it's very sick. You're yeah, very sick. Very, very sick. Very, very sick. For sure. Uh, and so uh, I had a massive fever. Uh, I went to the doctor. I said, I'm not feeling well. I've got a massive fever. I should, uh, I said, should I 
compete. I mean, I'm obvious. I'm the number one. First of all, I'm by far the number one sprinter in Canada. Right. And like I said, I'm the number one sprinter in the Commonwealth because the, the only, I, I thought so, by the the only rivalry that I had really was the guy who ended up winning, a guy named Linford Christie. Right. I, you know what? I didn't know much about him growing up, but actually I liked his personality on TV. Dude, that, that's my boy, man. I like Linford. You and Linford Christie were boys? I mean, as, boy, as boys, as two rivals could get. That's right. And, yes. he, and he was English, right? Or Jamaican English? Jamaican English. English. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Linford's good people. Linford, Linford's always been like... But I you're mean, saying he only beat you because he had a 104 degree temperature. Well, I'm saying that... He, no, I'm telling you, I didn't have an opportunity to race Linford. Oh, you didn't end up racing? So, so I am at the trials. I did not compete. The doctor says I should not. Um... I didn't get selected for the team. So what happens was, and, and again, we're back to this politics again. Uh, Bruni did not compete at the trials because he had surgery. Now, I also had been crushing Bruni all year. Who's Bruni? Bruni Surin. Bruni? Oh, Bruni <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> Bruni, I just I see Bruni's listening now. Where no, are you, Bruni? No, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> no, but so, so, so the team compromised of my training partner, Glenroy Gilbert, and Robert Esme. And then... The selection, the, the, the selection committee, the nameless, faceless idiots, <laughs> chose, chose, chose they, they, they picked Bruni because... We were just throwing so many rocks today. Right. But, <laughs> they, but they, they, picked, they picked Bruni uh, because, um, well, Bruni had represented Canada before. Forget about the fact that I'm actually the fastest Canadian. So, so, so let's so, overlook this small caveat that you are the fastest guy on the track. Right. I, I'm, sure. by, I'm by far the fastest guy Makes from Canada. Makes sense to me. Right. So I did not get selected. So this, this was, so you asked me the question about the moment. Yeah. Is there someone, like you must have been, for lack of a better term, you must have been pissed. Oh, piss would be a very nice, gentle word. Okay, that 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 I would that I would have used. Uh, and so this situation. might be where where they started to um, perceive you as arrogant with big. Air. No, it was before that. Okay, it was before that. But this time, not only was I that, I was quite confident and hellified fast. So I mean, this, this was, I'm a train now. This is this is not a this is not a good this is not a good look right now. Um, so I. Did not like. I mean, I think at that moment I said, "Okay, I'm now going to compete for another country," because it's very clear that I'm getting shafted this, by this, this one. Yeah, this is this is this is utter slap in the face, complete and total disrespect. And uh, you know, I can't blame any of the athletes. I mean, if I nor were, should you, but no, yeah. no, I, no, I would never do that. Uh, yeah. Glenroy, Glenroy had won the trials. Robert was second. Bruni got selected. That has nothing to do with any of those guys, right? And so um, I think that we had talked about this in, 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 in a previous time. Uh, I, I mentioned the name Molly Killingbeck. Molly Killingbeck is, uh, was the, ended up being the coach of the 1996, uh, um, one of the coaches on the relay team. Uh, but Molly also, uh, in her right, one of the best uh, Canadian uh, sprinters uh, that ever competed for this oh, country. Yeah? Molly was the one who kind of saved the day. Molly said, Donovan. Whoa. You know, Molly's, this is a big moment. Yeah, but this, but this is the moment. This is the moment. Molly said, Donovan, you know what? Um, the greatest way, I mean, and we, talk, we always talk about how haters motivate me. Right. He said, the greatest way to, 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 to shut these guys up is, 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 to, is to go out there and, 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 uh, and compete. And I didn't, I, would, I didn't necessarily just want to go there and run the relay. I knew by far... Again, I was the best on the track. And so Molly said, hey, here's what you should do. Do it and then walk away. Uh, so 
I got to the Commonwealth Games. Linford and I met up. He says to me, he, he says, oh, by the way, I heard uh, Canada has not, Canada is not going to allow you to run. And then he started to laugh. He laughed his ass off. So he's off. goading you right he's, now. Oh, my God. He's, he's, like, he's like, what? He's like, hold up, hold up. Me and you have been battling in Europe. And you, you, my friend, are not allowed, are not, are not allowed to compete for the country. So Linford went out and won, as he should. Uh, and, and, then, and then the relay came around, and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this. I spoke to my coach, Dan. I spoke to Molly. And then I spoke to the team, and I said to the team, it was, it was, it was a few choice words. <laughs> I, I said to the team, I'm like, first of all, this should have been my second gold. Uh, I am going to give you a 10 to 15 meter lead. And if you guys lose this, if we don't get a gold medal, we're fighting on the track. So this is the same meet that you were not running the 100. I am not running the 100 meters. So it's a little bit like Chicago. Oh, I was about to say, like, yes. so it, it is, you know, if you're listening. Except I was never suspended. If you listen, <laughs> if you, 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 that's an important fact, actually. Mm. Um, if you listen to our, our last episode, we, we, we talked about the amazing and crazy talented Shakari Richardson. And we talked about her situation, about how she's unable to run the 100 uh, for obviously different reasons than we're speaking about now. But we did talk about that she is eligible to run the 400, which we decided she shouldn't. But um, very similar situation in that, in that it, it's paralleled for sure. Right. But you did run the... I did, I did choose to run it because one, uh, Dan, who was a, you know, a, you know, one of the foundations of my team, and Molly Killingbeck, who has been an incredible supporter of me forever and such an amazing lady. What's her name? Molly Killingbeck? Molly Killingbeck. Yes. Uh, yes, I'm thankful. Um, We're all thankful. I'm thankful that Molly, Molly, you know, talked me down from decisions, this real decisions I was about to make. But you know what? I we I I, I, I this I, is I, such an understated moment, though, man. Because yes. like this moment doesn't happen. You potentially run for another country, right? I'm gonna win. I, I was gonna well, win I'm too. I'm saying that would have been crushing to have you represent another country and blow us out of the water. That would have been that would have been crushing. Like, it would have been crushing, yes. Yeah, that would have been But and, thank God it didn't happen. Well, it didn't happen, right? <laughs> like we talked about the Black Mirror episode, like yeah. this, this Molly person averted a Black Mirror episode. Yes. Like she averted a black hole in Canadian sport. Right. Right. I mean, well, yeah, it's an, an incredible incredible global sporting moment that um, we would have been we... deprived of had it not been for the 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 intervention of a, a person that no one knew existed. Well, yes. Well, well, again, track people know she exists. Well, sorry. I mean, in the, in the Donovan Bailey story. Right. So you're running for Canada, thanks to Molly. Yeah. You're at the meet now. You're running the 400. Four by one, the relay. Yeah. The relay. Mm -hmm. I felt that the Commonwealth Games it was at my house. This is at my house. Because they were home. here in Victoria. They Victorian. were here in Canada. Right. So I'm like, this is, this is uh, like, I thought that I was, that I was robbed of a, a, like an extremely important moment in my career because I felt and my coach felt that the world record at that time would have been broken on Canadian soil in front of Canadians. By a Canadian. By a Canadian. Right. That's an incredible opportunity. That's a miss. marketing grandstand moment. That is correct. But however, if you go back and look at the relay I came, I, I actually had to run, I, I want to anchor, um, but nevertheless, I'm like, no, you know what? I'm going to be diplomatic. 
I'm going to lead off. Okay, hold and on. I'm going to so, go do this. There's so much <laughs> bullshit happening right now. Okay, so they deny they deny you from the team mm-hmm. first. Then when they let you on the team, they don't let you run the hundred. They, don't remember the, the, the anchor because because no no I'm talking about the original hundred right. meter. Yes. And now that you are allowed to run in the the relay. relay. You're not even running the anchor, which is the fast, which is where you want the speed demon. Well, that's the, yeah, that's, you want a guy who can snatch people, yes. Yeah, yeah. because that's the most important part. That's the yeah, final well, leg. It's all important, but. No, but the final leg is when the, the meat hits the ground. Like, that's yeah, when yeah, it's like. Saying, if, we're, if we were down, you want. The you, fastest you, you, yeah, guy you, you want to a make killer. up that ground, right? You want a killer. You right. want a killer. And right. it's a straightaway, right? It's a straightaway. Well, yeah. You come off the turn, but right, yeah, it's right, a right. It's, it's the dead bolt. It's when it goes down, right? right? right, right. Okay. So. Wow, there's so much politics in this moment. I, I'm like, I'm mind blown right now. Well, okay. well that's what I'm saying, uh, you know, and, and that's why there was a threat. I said, I am going to do this. You said this. Yes, I said to the, the team, I'm like, okay, okay, I am going to give you. Where was this? I want this whole picture in my head. Where, where was this moment happening? This the locker is a, room? This is on the practice track. Okay. Practice track. When I got to the village. Okay. I said, I am going to give you, I'm gonna, I said, Glenroy, I'm going to give you a 10 to 15 meter lead. And if we don't win this goal, we're going to fight. <laughs> no, straight up. And, and, and uh, listen, and as, as God is my witness, we would have fought. You and, you I, and, absolutely. Oh, I, yeah? I was, I was dead serious. Throwing fists, eh? No, fists, spikes in your mouth, whatever. Oh, karate kicks. Oh, absolutely. Dude. No, no. No, no. Straight up, like, straight this up This would add a whole different dimension this well, to karate. We won. With we we won. Shoes. That's all that matters. So we got... So I, I mean, if if you go, if you if you Google 1994 Canada uh, four x one relay Commonwealth Games, and I encourage you all to do this because I've done it, and it's actually you swell up with pride if you're Canadian, and if you're right. a track star, you love it. So if you're following us from a not from not Canada, you'll still love it because it's an exhilarating okay. race. No, listen. Uh, fans around track fans are huge around the world, and 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 you all, especially it's, first of all, right? It's the Olympics. You've got all this track in the air. So yes, Google that for a little nostalgia. I love it for a little nostalgia. So, uh, you know, I handed the off the bit. I came out of the blocks and I crushed everyone in my leg. Crushed them, murdered them. Handed off the baton. And put, I mean, I was the first athlete to ever do this. Put my hand in the air after the first leg and, and put number one in the air. I put number one in the air. <laughs> I put number one. I, I know it. And we had, we had, we still had three legs, three legs to go. Glenroy had to run his, com- complete it to Carlton, Carlton to Bruni. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, man, because if we don't, like, I'm like, I know I handed off the baton and there's no one around. Like, I mean, so I hammered all these people. So, so, so. Uh, Were they know, all like, when, holy shit, Donovan Bailey is running first? Right, right. So, so yes. So what ended up happening was we, um, we won. Yes, we won, thank God. Um, no fights. The, there was no fights that day. No, because, well, it's the, you know what? Here's the thing. If I'm on the team, we're going to get a gold medal. And that's, that, I mean, swagger, different, confidence, different for every single one of those guys on the team. Every one of them. And they all know that. Uh, you know, so so I handed off the baton. I put my hand in the air. Turn. I turned to the to the to the crowd on that side of of Canadians. And man, you know, the adrenaline was just next level. It's so great. That's incredible. That's an incredible moment. And you did that in Victoria. Yes. Wow. Victoria, nineteen ninety four. Yeah, you a hundred years ago. You <laughs> <laughs> seems like it at times. It seems like a faraway place. From nineteen. 
94, like from, from the Commonwealth Games on, I'm like, okay, now this is business. Now I'm now passionate about this. I mean, I've always been an extremely competitive person, but all of a sudden- I don't like, feel that from you at all, actually. Never. I, I was just thinking what a pushover you probably were <laughs> most of your life, but- that's another episode of Running Things with Donovan Bailey, and I'm your co-host, Simon Jane. Until next time, stay safe. We're here every week, powered by Acast. Thanks for sticking around, guys. Ciao.